0: Welcome back to Small State Big Takes. This is episode number 37. We are here on May 13th, 2019. If you're not with us live, thanks for tuning in. If you are with us live, thanks for tuning in. Steve Scott, opening big take. What do you got?
1: Uh, Josh Bell hits 26 home runs this year. Riveting. Thank you.
0: Gilly, it's not hard to beat that, so let's go. What do you
2: got? Uh, big take. I will go unorthodox here and I will say undershirts are officially out. Hmm. Gone. <laughs> I agree. Out of my wardrobe, they're irrelevant. I don't need any of them. I might as well donate them all. What I do, don't need them what anymore. What if you wear
0: like a dress shirt? You're not going to wear.
2: Doesn't matter. Did that today at work. It's just yolo. The, and all. Let the boys. Let the boys hang out. <laughs> okay. Let the chest hair hang out. I like it. Especially this time of year, but just in general, I was doing it all winter too. So I think I'm like safe to just toss out all my undershirts. I was thinking about that earlier. Yeah, I'll oh, like, that for a yeah. big take. You didn't expect big, that, did you? No,
0: I didn't. That's pretty It's pretty, pretty big. Pretty big. <laughs> pretty
3: big. Josh, what do you got? I'm going to say LeBron James is a Celtic, and this isn't the <gasps> first time I've said it.
2: <laughs> it's true. That's an <laughs> oh, old I take Josh. All right. Then I like it just as much as I did the first time.
0: All right, my big take <laughs> is that Logic's album stunk, and it was his worst
3: and you're just a uh, poor-minded human worst being. Worst
0: music-slash-mixtape he's ever produced. Yikes, dude, that's false. Disgust. Uh, I was bad. I listened to it through probably six or seven times now, and it's just bad. That many times? I give you credit.
1: Uh, what parts were bad? Lyrics, beats, I felt content? felt
0: like everything, every song was the same. The only songs that I liked were, like, the singles that he put out.
3: I, I will agree with you here that, like, it was flat. It was kind of like the same kind of sound in each song. But, I don't know. I, I still I still loved it. I
0: thought it was very boring. Nothing it. really stood out. I don't the like will how
3: S- he's been releasing singles. Like, the good singles. Like, there's nothing...
0: The Will Smith song was alright. The g song was fucking pathetic. It was putrid.
3: Oh, I thought it was good. Oh, my God. I thought it was in comparison to Renegade. If you put Homicide and Commando together, it's like a fucking fuck you to Jay Z and all in one.
0: I thought it was awful. That's my big take. Bad album. Okay. All right. You know what I noticed about
1: Logic lately? Is that all his rhymes, I know he says it in his lyric. But a lot of his rhymes are either he's killing it or he's kicking it in yeah, some but... certain way. And he's like always comparing himself to someone else. Like, I'm kicking it like I'm picking it in my nose and I'm like fucking someone else. And yeah, exactly. Everybody like has he.
3: that, though. Like Jay-Z and Kanye do that, too.
1: Not as much as Logic.
3: Uh, uh, I f- beg to differ. Why don't you just go back and listen to some things, my friend? Which, we got any suggestions, Josh? Anybody? No, any I just... I hear it all the time with Jay Z. Oh. Like what?
1: Like I'm i was just throwing out my opinion.
3: No, I know. Me too.
1: Thank you. Yeah. So I was let down.
0: Anyways, well, first things first. Um, the Celtics were not only eliminated, but they were embarrassed, and they got the shit kicked out of them. Uh, but now we get to talk about some fun off-season stuff. I don't care much for watching the NBA, but talking off-season is fun. Before we get to that, though, out of the four teams left, who are you guys rooting for? Blazers. What else? Uh, Blazers Blazers in Toronto. Toronto's
3: cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going. Blazers 1A, Toronto 1B. I don't really just care. Blazers
2: a, it's just such a stretch for the Blazers, man. Yeah,
0: but it's still like rooting Boogie, for them.
2: Boogie's probably going to come back next series, too.
0: So yeah, so, it's like, yeah.
2: It's they're, just, they're, I don't know. It's cool oh. to
0: see, though, you know? Dame and CJ. There's a couple of mid-major guys getting it done at the highest level.
2: Dame was Dame nowhere to be found Game 7, though. That's all right. Let's tell.
0: He won the first three that they won for him, basically, so...
2: True. Tell you what, though. Him in Oakland, I am excited for that. Hometown dude. Gonna tear the streets up.
0: True. Yeah, that'll be cool.
2: That'll be just fun to just see what the environment is like, you know? Yeah, That was a great game, by the way. Did you guys watch that? The Denver-Portland finish? Can't say that
1: I did. I did watch that. That was a good game
2: which just a monster and the poor guy took the entire blame of the uh, the loss it's like his his like stats for the whole series are just unreal average like 28 13 and 8 or something stupid with like an 80 86 percent true shooting percentage that's off the dome so you can fact check me but
0: yeah I'll get on that I'll get back to you
2: yeah <laughs> I, I, I'm genuinely... I don't know I feel like that's pretty accurate though um, what but yeah
0: I, what I do like seeing though is it's not all of them, but even guys like Embiid like, that really take the loss to heart, you'll you love to see stuff like that.
3: Yeah, which, that was a little tough. Which, which kind of
0: brings you to the whole Celtic situation where Kyrie just kind of shut like, down. He kind of just gave up. And I was, you know, I've been pro Ky- Kyrie for a while, I've had his back for a while, but after that series, it's kind of hard to defend him at this point, I think. I don't fans know how you, turning. Uh, yeah, I don't know how you, a lot of the fans turned earlier in the year I kind of stuck it out for him uh because he's so goddamn good.
2: He just take over anything he wants, you know.
0: Yeah, but I, when I, he I, wants I, to. You uh, know. So, all right, here's my uh here's my Celtics offseason theory. You go one of two ways. Uh road A which is probably mm, probably the less likely scenario at this point. Trading is, for LeBron? No, you can get to that theory in a bit. Uh, <laughs> theory, theory A is to get Kyrie to stay, and you trade Tatum or Brown or both for Anthony Davis and get him to extend. That's theory A. That's probably the less likely solution, but that'll probably get you the better team.
2: Yeah, but for one year of AD, like we don't know if he's going to stay. What if he leaves? Then all of a sudden we just have Kyrie and Al Horford on a team friendly contract and Gordon Hayward.
0: Yeah, I uh, don't think Horford will be around that long.
2: He wants to. He you announced know, the other day, or he said supposedly the other day he was uh, open to opting out of his uh, player option and signing a team friendly deal.
3: That'd be that'd be an interesting twist. Wasn't that something on Twitter? Like an actual like thing.
2: Yeah, no, that was like. And then then his
3: wife's, yeah. And then his wife said something too. Yeah, that'd be uh,
0: that'd be an interesting twist. But well, I don't think you trade both Tatum or Brown. I think you take one. If you do this deal, you take one and you send one. So at the very least, who who do I got? Uh, I'm a huge Jalen Brown fan. I'm a huge Jason Tames fan. But if I get Anthony Davis, I'll give up either of them. I don't care. Take your pick. Even if
2: if the Say the Pelicans let you choose, which that would not happen, but just Uh, I'm just curious. Because it's like, you got Brown who had the hot end of the year. Yeah. Tatum really struggled, but he's showing you flashes of being the guy.
0: I think Tatum is the superior offensive player. He can make his own shot, he can drive, he can shoot, he can kind of do it all offensively. And obviously coming out of college, Jalen Brown was very raw there, but I think he's coming to his own. He's a Pretty damn good offensive player and a far better defender and probably if, and he's I would say a far better rebounder. True. I'm I'm keeping Jalen Brown if I have to take one of those guys. I think. Yeah, there's a there's uh, a, a big there's take. another big take. Well, wow.
2: like it. Mm. Not outlandish though, you know.
0: Yeah, more and and, and then the, and then <laughs> the other the other uh, thing you get you can do this off season is you let Kyrie walk and well not let but you fail to sign Kyrie. And you're, you, you sign Rozier instead.
2: Ugh. Yikes. For how much, though? How That's much are we true. It, de- it depends what because he, he's
0: restricted, him. right? So it, yeah. it depends if you like the the offer that's sent out there. I wouldn't. What's Marcus Smart making? I wouldn't give him more than Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart's making like twelve a year. Yeah, I, I probably would. not I, I don't think I would do that.
2: Uh, well. If not, say Terry Rozier signs a, a stupid like, offer sheet, he gets, which he gets tends like, to happen with a like lot of these teams. He gets like 18 to 20 remote, like, the in the year, right? Yeah, Knicks, the, the Suns, uh, someone like that, maybe someone else who random that comes out to trade or uh, sign Kyrie and misses out. What do you do then?
0: Well, then you have Marcus Smart. All right, well, so then you're starting fives, probably looking like Smart, Brown, Tatum, Horford. Smart, Brown, Tatum, Horford, Hayward, probably yeah. is your starting five to start the year. Yeah, it's a weird lineup. It, it's pretty weird. And then I think Bain, that, Baines no. is a free
2: agent, right? He has a player option, I believe.
0: Okay. Um, so it's kind but of. He'll
2: probably opt out, to be honest, because he's probably worth more than that. Yeah, he's,
0: so you got kind of a weird team there. I don't really know anything about the free agent class right now, so I can't go into too many details about that. But if you sign like a six man. I think I think what they need is that I'm not saying that because they don't grow on trees, but like a Lou Williams type, just an instant offense off the bench.
3: Hmm. But
0: I don't, I don't know what's out there. What's your theory?
2: I want Drew Holiday if Kyrie walks and if Terry Rozier signs an unrealistic thing. Drew I Holiday. think even though he costs a ton, he'd be like I think he's like he? twenty five, twenty six mil per year for the next like three seasons. Um, he's in New Orleans, he's still young right? enough. What's that? He's in New Orleans? Yes, yes. You'd yeah. have to trade for him. Obviously. Yeah. I feel like they'd kind of be... I think a, a a Rosier swap would be interesting. See if they can go with Rosier and kind of try a, a younger, younger fresh blood type thing and maybe a, a draft pick or two, send it to the Pellies. Um, at that point, you kind of have to assume they they would miss out on Anthony Davis. Um slash Anthony Davis maybe gets traded somewhere else Uh, but yeah I think Drew Holiday would be awesome in terms of like a a legit premier defender as well as a good facilitator Um, other than that I mean I don't know who else would you guys want in terms of point guards to replace Kyrie if say in this scenario assume Tara Rozier is gone like who else is out there that you'd be like ooh that'd be cool
3: I got it we could take Goran Drogic
2: oh yeah we
3: could take him
2: (laughs) I bet they would give him to us for the (laughs) little man
0: what about an Isaiah Thomas reunion? Ugh. It would be dirt cheap.
2: It'd be tough to watch. Yeah, he's not it's the same fair. player. Not the same. For his we, sake, we, you know. yeah, never
3: know. Him. This city has done miraculous things to people. I
0: I from. would assume he's he's a free agent, obviously, and he's not like we said. He's not the player he once was. So he's going to be cheap, and I wouldn't rule it out. Even if they do, I don't know. I, yeah, I just wouldn't rule it out.
2: He's good, like, Plan C. <laughs> I hate to say like, Yeah. Sounds rude, but. <laughs> what about Kemba? Uh, yeah.
0: I don't think you have the money for A that, do Kimba.
2: you? Um, You'd probably have to. you probably need Horford to opt out. And you probably wouldn't retain Baines. Definitely not Rosier.
0: Not Morris I think, either.
2: Oh, yeah, Morris is probably gone. Yama's yeah. out there. That'd be interesting.
0: I uh, um, I would just
2: Angelo Russell. He's a young free agent too.
0: He's a free agent.
3: Yeah, how is he a free agent already?
2: I
0: feel like this. That Spartans was his first year. Really it's short. Yeah,
3: I was gonna say it's like three years, four years. Let me double check. I'm pretty sure he these...
0: is. Might be. He's uh the, oh,
2: guy He's got a player on the Nets, right? Or yeah. a team option. <laughs> Never yeah. mind. He's not a free agent yet.
3: Did this they not pick up
2: his option? This is how much I know about. That would be
0: basketball. a cool trade, though, if like the Nets are like, yeah, we thought this was a fluke. Like we're gonna sell as high as we could. That'd be an interesting little trade piece, or scenario. Sign in trade with Kyrie for D'Angelo Russell. Now Ooh, we're talking. Yeah.
3: I'm a complete highlights guy for basketball. Oh, he's a
2: restricted free agent, D'Angelo. Sorry, so it is like a qualifying offer type thing. Yeah, and I'm yeah,
0: I, I'm pretty. Oh, see, dude, sign and trade, Celtics, throw out an offer to him, say, okay, Kyrie, you want out, you'll go to Brooklyn instead of the Knicks. What do you
2: <laughs> <laughs> Why would he do that? <laughs> Just for more money? Yeah. That's the only reason.
0: The, the, legit, that's the only reason. He wants out of Boston, and he wants the max money. That's the way to do it. I don't know if that's It won't happen.
2: But. No, I know. I'm, I'm just curious if that's possible. Because that would kind of be like a sign-in trade for a sign-in trade.
1: Yes, it would. That'd
2: scary. be, that, I that'd know know be funny. Like, I hope. I don't know. That's interesting.
1: Patrick Beverly unrestricted.
2: That'd be interesting.
0: Yeah, he's basically Marcus Smart, though.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: That's like two of the same guys. Imagine that backcourt. Yeah, they'd average, they'd shoot like 23% for the (laughs) year.
2: Gordon, here we get 30 shots a game, but (laughs) defensively, it'd be
0: filthy. All right, so we have a Lakers drama. They are just an absolute shit show. Yeah, they're bad. Frank Vogel, the new head coach. Magic, gone. LeBron. Jason Kidd. Yeah, Jason Kidd's an assistant head coach. LeBron just working on his TV show with Tim Tebow the whole time. By the way, this playoffs, I kind of forget about LeBron because he's not in them.
2: It's kind of yeah, weird. Yeah, that'll we'll pay for it in the finals. It's honestly <laughs> you wild. watch the finals be like a shit show, and it's like, oh, now we miss LeBron. But you're right. What about, good, oh, good, uh,
0: what about Kawhi though? Kawhi's a free agent. I hope so.
3: Don't
2: oh uh. Is
0: Kawhi gonna go to uh, L.A. or do you think he's gonna stay in Toronto?
3: You would be smart to stay, especially if everybody else stays.
0: I agree. This is the best the Raptors have done. They're a damn good Are you team. Are that they peaked? No.
2: What do you mean? Oh, okay.
0: No, That's no, gross. no, I'm not saying they peaked, but I'm saying like for so many years, they've just choked in the playoffs year after year after year, and now they're finally, at least to the Eastern Conference Finals, you know. They've been so good for so long and just haven't gotten this far
2: to Rosen. You got a feel for that guy.
0: I know. <laughs> but Kawhi's just so goddamn good. Yeah. Kawhi and Giannis will be cool to watch.
2: Yeah. yeah cool. that'll, that'll be interesting. They're, well, it's it's funny too, because they don't even... They're probably not even gonna... I'm sure they'll switch and stuff and match up a little bit. But for the most part, like, they'll play off each other. Like, Siakam will probably cover Giannis a bit. Yep. And then it'll be Middleton and... Uh, in Kauai.
0: Is so. in uh, Surge Bacchus on the Raptors? Yep.
2: Actually, I read a cool thing today. It was a cool post on Instagram by, like, I think it was Slam. Shout out to Slam Magazine. Um, I haven't bought a Slam in a while. I always think about getting one in CVS, but forget. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. Anyway, Surge <laughs> Ibaka has a mm-hmm. weird... He's mm-hmm. uh, multilingual, so he speaks a bunch of languages among them he's like primarily i think his first language was french yes um so he speaks french to pascal siakam on his team and then he speaks spanish to marcus saul on his team as well so they're like calling out defensive shifts and like <laughs> different call outs <laughs> and um and in particular uh when they were defending uh joel Embiid, who also i think his first language was french uh, cause he's from africa um <laughs> they were calling out in Spanish on purpose just so Embiid wouldn't uh, understand the French. That's interesting.
0: <laughs> no. Man, that Thunder team was so dope dude, with Durant, Westbrook, Harden, Ibaka. Oh, that was a dream team.
2: Ibaka, like, tanked for a couple years, though. Yeah, he There's, was bad he for a little imagine. bit. Yeah, he, was he was just was like. a trade for nothing, dude. Don't
3: forget about Nick Carlson.
0: Wait, wasn't he traded for Oladipo? Wasn't Oladipo Again, in there? That, yeah, that was like... there for Paul
2: George. Bottom barrel Oladipo, too. Yeah, he was bad, too. But still.
0: What would you say, Josh? Yeah, go ahead.
3: Oh, I was just saying, uh, don't forget about Nick Carlson.
0: <laughs> Dude, I can never forget about... He, he got his jersey retired, didn't he?
3: Yes, he did.
0: <laughs> what a legend.
2: He deserves to be... Uh, when they like expand and get uh, a team in Seattle again, He's got to be, like, at least, like, the top I'm assistant, G- if not the head coach. I'm going to say, he's the GM. The GM. I think yeah. he's going to make a him damn himself.
0: good coach somewhere someday.
2: I think so. I really want it to be Seattle. I tweeted that a couple years ago, and now I just I really want it to happen, just to bring that tweet back. That'd be cool. And say, oh, I'm a pundit.
0: So, uh, probably, yeah, last NBA you note know is one of the best college basketball coaches goes to the Cavs. John Beeline, Cavaliers head coach. Interesting. Takeaways?
3: Weird. It's very weird. Yeah, I don't know why he would leave. I mean, what's he making
2: at Michigan that you – know, He just got an extension last year for, like, a fat pay raise because he almost left for the Pistons, supposedly. I mean, maybe it's just, like, a
3: new legacy type thing. Like, he's done it in basketball. I don't know. Some so coaches weird. are just like that, yeah. I mean, it's not like Cleveland's a this great a
0: scenario. Call. Like It's not really that yeah. great of a situation to put yourself in. It's like a into. directionless
2: team. It's not like you got LeBron being like, oh, that's my college coach, or some bizarre like, situation got where it's like, Colin oh, man, I'd love Bay Colin Line.
0: Sexton's yeah. taking me places, baby.
2: Although, here's a big take for you. Nick Stauskas is going to have a career year playing for his old coach. <laughs> he's on the Cavs. Oh, Sauce yeah. Castillo, as they call him. Yeah, but Bayline's like 66. Yeah. That's a weird, weirdly late career transition. It is weird. weird.
0: It's, it's stinks, like it stinks stinks losing a, stinks losing a good coach like that from college too.
2: True, I mean they were they struggled before he was there, Michigan. Yeah, they've been
0: good for a while now too. So yeah, interesting to see where they go from here on out. Um, True. Quick quick NHL minute: Bruins dominating. I don't know if you guys have been watching, but it really hasn't been competitive at all here against the Hurricanes. Been nice to watch. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any notes on that.
3: I mean, all I'll say is, yeah, it's probably the easiest possible road for the Bruins.
0: Yeah, after the first round,
3: it, it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I don't see how they lose. To be honest with you, I think they might go to like game like six. Like, I don't want to see a sweep. Honestly, right here, I, as much as I do, I don't. I want it to kind of be
2: interesting. You don't want too much rest, right? You know what I mean? That's a little scary.
3: Yeah, exactly. That, too. I mean, there's a lot that goes into just sweeping somebody, you know? I think
0: I think and we... Uh, headstrong, too. I think the Bruins fans deserve a little relaxation after the first two series because they were both pretty crazy. Game, yeah, c- game seven against the Leafs, you had to come back from 2-1, then you win three straight against the Blue Jackets. So, hey, you know? Yeah,
1: I guess... Kind of nice. Steve, what do you say? Yeah, I haven't been watching much hockey, so... Not one to contribute here, I apologize. Correct. <laughs> honest take. It's a good take. Thank you.
3: Great take. David Pops is his back, though.
2: <clears throat> yeah, sure is. He did leave, so...
0: He did leave, and
2: now he's he here. He definitely again. was gone for a little while. <laughs> for sure.
0: Can't confirm... Posture back.
2: I've heard he's t- like a total bro, by the way.
0: Like Tyler Sagan he's just a In terms level? of like,
2: like, like, see him out at a bar, and he's just like a dude our age, just slugging it. Which kind of cool. I mean, he's in a Dunkin' commercial.
3: They kind of only have like bros in those. It's weird. Like, gronk.
2: Yeah. He just seems like down to earth. Yeah, like you'd see him at a bar, like in Boston. You'd be able to say what up, take a picture, yeah. and he'd be like, yeah.
3: Oh, by the way. Can confirm Brockhold's truck. Remember we saw that thing at Pawtucket, that Raptor? Mm -hmm. Saw it again at Fenway the other night for Mother's Day. It was definitely him. him. Texas license plate.
1: Or could it be Chavis?
3: Oh, Fort Worth native guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Chavis is another Texas guy, too. Shout out to... Who knows?
0: Fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. I'm I'm sad. I forgot, sorry. Okay. Oh, shout out to Griff Holt, he's gonna be a superstar
2: one day. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Dude's if a... he stops hurting his dad.
0: I know, right? Alright, next on the docket. Good transition there, guys. Good great transition. Red Sox. <laughs> Speaking of back, the Red Sox are super back.
3: Was so back.
0: So back. What a or week so of baseball.
3: Acne on my back. Baseball's fun again.
0: Yeah, baseball is fun again. What a concept. <laughs> <laughs> Score more runs than the other guys. Any like? any takeaways
1: here? How was uh, it experiencing it live, Josh? Mother's Day?
3: What's, what's Oh, it's great. I mean, it was fucking cold, but... It was, it was an awesome time. It's cool seeing the pink bats. Like first thing I saw realistically was Vasquez's gear. Like you can see that from a fucking mile away. <clears throat> like that bright, not even bright. It was like just pink, just pure pink. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Cause I have like my outfield seats and a lot of good shit. So yeah, no, it was, it's definitely different. Like just a lot of moms, you know, a lot of moms, a lot of moms.
1: Moms are good. That's cool. That's, it's cool that uh, and you met with your mom too.
3: Yeah, and she right. loves the Red Sox. So it's a it was a good time, man. It's a lot different atmosphere. It's kind of calm. Yeah, yeah, it's not really that rowdy. And who knows what mothers you? I know. I mean, I did. I did see uh, Zue Lin. And nobody noticed him. I tweeted about it. Literally, he was just on the concourse, just talking to people. And I was, like, coming out of the bathroom, and I looked to my left, and, like, just there was A right there. What was he wearing? He was just wearing, like, street clothes, like, polo. You know how I knew it was him for sure? He had a, I think, I don't know if he had a TV-12 hat, but he had that, that chain that, like, you know, the... What do they call those? Um, they used to call them like the fighting necklace-looking things.
1: Yeah, don't you mean that black necklace thing?
3: It's yeah, it's like a rope necklace type. Yep. Yeah, that's how I knew it was him. Like I just Asian dude with a Red Sox like fighting necklace on. I always wanted one of those. Yeah, I wore one. Them. They weren't anything special. It's kind of like that Brett Favre up. commercial. Those copper copper tone things. Yeah.
1: <laughs> my dad has those. Copper
3: fit. Oh, man. He swears by them, too. <laughs> yeah, guys in like their 50s are like, yeah, Brett Favre, yeah. Yeah, that'll work on me. That'll <laughs>
1: <laughs> cure my muscle ache.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway.
1: Cool. That's cool that you went, though.
2: Yeah, the Red Sox cool. are good. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's clicking.
0: Everything is clicking.
2: So is Pedroia's um,
0: knee. Uh, unfortunately, everything is clicking. JBJ's not clicking, but he did have a sick catch.
2: I think he's out on JBJ. I, I'm still in. I don't right.
0: think so.
1: I don't. I'm I all in. I think we talked is about JBJ this recently.
2: I'll
1: ride him to the wheels break.
0: I didn't know. I I remember he had a slow His start. His defense. Line. I think he had a. I remember. Can't be replaced. Okay. Uh, I remember he had a slow start last year, but I didn't realize how long it lasted. He was hitting under 200 until, like, the end of June last year. And they ended up, for after that, he ended, he hit, like, two, over 280 the last three, four months. So uh, it wasn't that typical JBJ year where he's going to hit, like, 400 for three weeks and then, like, 110 for the next three weeks and then go back and forth. He kind of was just, like, pretty steady after that. So, uh, yeah, just be patient.
3: I think the only way I'd be out on JBJ is if, like, the right trade came along.
0: You know what I mean? There's no, like, obvious solution right now, so what else are you going to do? I know what you're saying.
2: What are you trying to get back for JPJ in your ideal situation? Um,
3: Probably another pitcher and or, like, a prospect outfielder,
2: maybe.
1: Like a starting pitcher? Yeah. I wonder, like, who? Like... Like, like Mad Bum?
3: Me oh, yeah, well, he, he can't get him. He's, I know. They're on the no trade, which is That's, wild. I can't believe that list. That no, do you know why? Why? Well, That's it was just because he wants an extension. Market. Oh, yeah. And so he, that just him.
2: enables him to just hold off on giving approval until he gets some type of verbal commitment from that team that they're, you know what I mean? Like some idea of like, okay, am I actually going to extend with this team? And then it would probably be announced or leaked before. But that, that's mm-hmm. like the, the reasoning for that. Which is interesting because it's like, as you guys saw, it's like literally every contender. It is. Literally everyone. I imagine if it backfires, though. Someone like dumb like the Rays trades for him. Or like even just a poor like, team. That'd be awesome. That'd be so funny.
3: I mean, going back to the JBJ thing, honestly, if the Red Sox were smart, they'd go get one more pitcher that's like, In their uh, that that they would control an arbitration, like not that they would trade paddock, but like a paddock guy. You know what I'm trying to say?
0: No. Yeah.
3: Who's out there though?
1: Lucas Giolito.
3: I wouldn't mind that, honestly.
1: I wouldn't do that. But I see what you
3: You mean. You could get one more piece. Like you could get. Not that you want Adam Angle either, but, like, he's (laughs) super fast. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That's about it. Yeah, I don't know about that. If you could could control a pitcher and get a pitcher for JBJ, I'd do it. That's all I'm saying. I mean... (sighs) I know there's really nobody out there. What about, like, Caleb Smith? The perfect example. What if they traded a little bit more for Caleb Smith? Caleb Smith, that'd be...
2: I don't know, Oliver. Do the-
0: oh, Caleb Smith. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that would hurt his fancy value, I'll tell you what. What
0: a fucking take. So far.
2: Yeah, take of the year it really so no, was it's, a take. it's literally May. I, hey, I didn't I, even acknowledge that because it's May.
0: I said so far, alright? No, I know. It's
1: a good start. It's curious like when it's August. Would you trade JBJ for Caleb Smith,
2: Oliver? Uh, probably not. Really? What? If you're the, Red, or if you're the Marlins,
0: I, I just don't like. If the What is where's what is Kayla Smith gonna do when Evaldi and Sale and Price get back?
1: Are you going six man notation? Well, I wouldn't do it personally. But I, I want to. It's just a weird
3: it.
0: spot. If you're trading for a pitcher, you're trading for a back end guy. You're trading for uh
3: Caleb Smith wouldn't be a back end guy like though.
0: That's what I'm saying. I'm, I know, I'm talking about mean. I'm talking about a bullpen guy, bullpen back end guy, you know, another guy to add to the Brazier Barnes mix.
3: So you put um Vivaldi in the bullpen.
0: You're not paying Evaldi almost twenty million dollars a year to come out of the bullpen.
3: Why the fuck not? I'd love to see him as a closer.
0: You shouldn't, assign, you shouldn't game, assign them starter one.
3: I understand that, but but if you go get another piece that fills that void, you just deal with it for uh, like a year.
0: I don't think so.
2: I would do it for Caleb Smith. Team, if you want, as they expiring. The Marlins are even considering him. The hand
1: of yeah, the Marlins aren't contending anytime soon, but I don't know.
0: First of all, if I'm the Marlins, I don't do that trade. Yeah. They already have a shitty center fielder who can't hit. Brinson?
2: Yeah, Brinson. They're in a tough spot with Brinson, actually. I know. They got- he has no options left.
0: Really? He just—he just stinks.
2: He might get DFA'd. He might be gone.
0: That would be wild. Last well, I think at this point you have to just play him out for the year and go from make a decision in the off season. I think if you Yeah.
2: No, they have no need to. But still.
1: How old is he? He was a top yeah. top prospect. He's not. That, he's not that old still, right? He's only like. He's Early twenties. Got to be early. like
0: twenty-three or twenty-four. Lewis eh, around though. He's Still twenty-five actually. A while. Wow, he's older than I 25, thought. Twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, you're getting close with him to uh, the cutoff date. I think.
1: Yeah, pretty scary when you think that like Machado's a year third, and Harper. Oh, you know what's actually fucking funny, is like, uh.
0: The replies to the tweet of the Brewers trading for Christian Yellick after... Ugh, some of those Brewers fans were so <laughs> mad they traded Brinson for Yellick. I, I, I remember one guy was like, I wouldn't even trade Brinson for Yellick straight up. What an awful <laughs> deal. Oh, well, what was in that
1: trade?
0: Uh, off the top of my head, don't know. Uh, I know Brinson was like the main piece, though. Do the the, the the do you think the Marlins hit on any of their trades before those three outfielders? Did any of them look promising? Uh, their best pieces know. probably came from Mil Munto, honestly.
1: I don't. We'll I see. don't even remember the. Still fucking worth it though. For, oh, you know who, for who? You know who the Marlins got in Phillies. that fucking yellow trade? Yes, agreed. Uh, Josh's buddy, Monte Harrison. Monte. <laughs> I'm the biggest Monte fan there
3: is.
1: You, you. The baseball of operations, baseball operations. Michael Hill said, "You want to get talent in return. You want to get impact championship caliber player, and that's what Lewis Brinson is. That's what Monte Harrison is. <laughs> what the fuck?
2: Sandy oh, Alcantara. He's pretty good, actually. That's what they got for Ozuna. That was like one of the main ones."
1: Yeah, from oh, the Mar- they're,
2: they're, that rotation. Some guy came at me recently on Twitter uh, because I tweeted that if uh, the Marlins never traded Paddock to the Padres, they would have a better rotation than the Phillies and the Braves. And this guy randomly got very upset by that.
0: So for the Stanton deal, by the way, that's a pretty pretty cool take.
2: Is uh, it interesting? Yeah. Who, Wait, we, who did they? By the way, do you know who they got? No, for, uh, I
0: don't. I was
2: just, they traded
0: Paddock. I was just going to ask you.
2: Fernando Rodney.
0: Worth. Damn. Regrettable. <laughs> um, they also traded... No, the White Sox traded Tatis Jr. for...
1: James Shields. Yeah.
0: Oof, what a nightmare. Uh, so, That's fucking crazy. So in that uh, deal from the first Stanton, they got... Starlin Castro, completely forgot about that guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pitcher Jorge Guzman and shortstop Jose Devers, who is Rafael Devers' cousin. Whoa. What? That that. Jorge Guzman was ranked the number nine prospect for the Yankees at the time of the trade. And no idea this is Starlin Castro's last year on his deal, so he'll be a free agent.
2: He hasn't done that bad too. It's just like he was okay to
0: last year. He hasn't been very good this year. Do anything
2: in an offense like that? Yeah, you can bat two eighty, and it's like you don't exist to the rest of the world.
1: What is Magnarius Sierra doing for the fucking Marlins? He's not even playing, is he?
0: Uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say no, he is
1: not. He's the fastest player. Behind Byron Buck he came in third to Byron Buxton and Roman Quinn in average sprint speed at thirty feet per second. Look.
0: This Jorge Guzman guy kind of stinking it up. <laughs> he had a four five ERA last year in high A ball. He's twenty three years old already, too.
1: <sighs> Fucking ancient. Whoa. Are you
0: Side
2: note. Breaking news in the WNBA. Liz Cambage just got traded to the Las Vegas Aces. She is like a perennial MVP candidate. That is shocking. The Aces are nasty. They have Asa Wilson too, I believe.
3: I don't know who any of those people yeah, are. Yeah, I mean, me neither
0: but Jose Devers, Raphael's cousin
2: sleeping on part the W N B A
0: is hitting three fifty four in high A ball this year. Zero home runs, though.
3: So it's in the Devers family, is what you're saying.
2: Tell you what, he's hot lately. Leading. We didn't talk about him enough.
3: I
1: love Devers. He leads the league he's in like batting.
2: He's on fire. Leads, yeah, leads the league in batting averages.
3: It's fucking crazy.
1: Who does? Devers.
0: Rafael?
3: What? Dude, yeah, what's he batting? Right? 336.
0: Shane is never going to trade him.
3: I know. I was thinking about offering him Bryant, but Bryant's also wicked hot right now. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I said that. He's wicked hot right he
0: now. He's so hot. Oh my God. Did you read the article of how he got good again out of nowhere? No. He like who
3: wrote it? Uh, Plug it.
0: I don't know. <laughs> it was on Twitter the other day. Uh, probably like only or some nerd. Uh, he like he hit a foul ball. And as he hit a foul ball, he like felt his grip change or something. He's like, "Huh, maybe I should try holding the bat like this instead." And now he's on fire. Just something. Yeah, it was it was bizarre. Very, yeah. very
1: weird. I wonder if you'll end up like a Scott Rowan type, or if you'll ever like, I don't know,
3: like like be a Hall of Famer. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Like, Scott Rowland, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, but he was a really solid, really good player for a long time. He was nasty
2: defensively. Mike Lowell. I used to love him. In yeah. Not even the show. Before that, MVP Baseball. Even Slugfest a little bit. MVP Baseball, Scott Rowland was pretty nasty. Slugfest. Slugfest yeah. was yeah. nasty. The Cardinals were the team. You yeah. had J.D. Drew. You had... Did you have Edmonds at that point or no? Definitely, yeah.
0: Hey, in 2000... Darren Erstad hit 355 with 25 home runs and he came in eighth in the MVP race.
1: Where did Darren Erstad go to college? He
2: didn't.
0: Wow. Oh. Wow. Never mind. Nebraska. Fucking corn husker. Fuck. Shout out, Connor. Fucking corn fucker. Jason Giambi won one. MVP that year. He hit 333 with 43 bombs.
1: Yeah, all steroids.
0: Frank Thomas hit 328 with 43 bombs.
1: Did Frank Thomas do steroids? Yes or no? No. He's a big man. Carlos Delgado
0: hit 344.
1: Carlos Delgado was Dude, really These good numbers
0: are fucking ridiculous. No hit 372 that year.
1: Yeah. Imagine that happening, like, fucking
0: now. Mike Sweeney hit 333.
2: Yeah, it's fucked. By the way... uh in, like a lineup that was not good at all. I know. Like, like sweet. they could have just pitched around him. My
0: God. <laughs> uh, I was listening to part of my take because they had George, Bre- George Brett on last week. I did not realize he hit like 390-something one year. Very close oh, to
1: hitting 400. <laughs> Shout out to the Royals. On Angel Baroa? no, Those Royals teams? Something. Who was on that Royal team? Zach Grinke used to be a Royal. Yeah, that he had the anxiety problem, remember?
3: Yeah. Kind of like uh, Brian Johnson. True. That's like a thing. Like a real thing. Dude, in MLB.
0: Jeff, <coughs> Jeff Kent won an MVP over his teammate Barry Bonds in 2000.
1: What? Wait, what? Jeff Kent won an MVP? I think he... Yeah.
0: Yeah, he, I thought he had two. I don't Was know why Jeff I thought Ken he had two. Is Jeff Kent
2: actually good? Yeah, he's yeah. like the best, best hitting second baseman ever. Yeah, best Every power
3: memory I have of him is just him being old. He almost and had 400 bombs. The a mustache? Yeah, dude, like just Dodgers, Jeff Kent. Like yeah. Old. <laughs> just
2: yeah.
0: barely hanging on. He was on Survivor.
2: Yeah. I did not know that.
1: Pretty good season, too. Jeff Kent, I remember when he fought Barry Bonds in the dugout. Big fucking deal. Jeff
0: Kent is like what everybody—not everybody, but like what people wanted Dan Ugla to be.
1: Definitely. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Me> personally,
2: <laughs> how was he on Survivor?
0: How was he? He was—he's
1: uh, you know a little more strategic than one might have thought. <laughs> Do you remember when when there was Jeff Kent and there's also Craig Biggio and they're both in the National League and they're both dope. But Biggio was playing, like, center field and catcher in second base. In 2000, Pedro won
0: the Cy Young with a 1.74 ERA. Tim Hudson was in second place, and he had a 4.14 ERA. That's fucking nutty. He had a, Tim Pedro Hudson, had an 11.7 war for you war nerds out there, and the second highest uh, pitcher... And the Cy Young race was a 4.8 for David Wells.
2: Shout out David Wells. He's was low-key nasty for a while. For a long time, actually.
0: And in that year, Randy Johnson had 347 strikeouts.
2: David Wells is hella tattered up.
1: Is he the last? I'm
2: trying to think. Who else has worn number three for the Red Sox? That's him.
1: Sandy Leone. Johnny Gomes? No, Johnny Gomes was, was five. five. Right.
2: I just remember seeing that number and thinking, like, that's weird. Because I feel like just Babe Ruth's number. And David Wells for some reason, he just looked like Babe Ruth. Do you guys, yeah, uh, uh, well, dude. One,
0: do you know who won Rookie of the Year in 2000? For either well,
1: league? What position did he play?
0: I honestly don't fuck. Oh, one, I know one was,
2: was Ichiro and Pujols. One guy
0: so was, before was that. a shortstop.
1: And this is in what league?
0: Uh NL was a shortstop. And AL was a
1: pitcher, I guess. Bobby Crosby? No. Oh no, sorry. Bobby Crosby won one one time.
2: Zo three, I think.
1: Oh, this guy was a thirty two year old rookie.
0: Oh. On the you? Mariners. In a shortstop? No. Are the Mariners in the NL or the AL? Excuse me. said so the NL. Oh, wow. oh okay. I know what it is. It's fucking, Jamie uh, Moyer? <laughs> it's Hisashi Iwakuma, whatever the fuck. <laughs> that's racist. <laughs> in, what the fuck? In 2000, it was yeah. Kazuhiro Sasaki. Yeah, that's who I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> so you said Hisashi Iwakuma. That's racist. What happened to him, by I the forgot. way? I don't know. All right, who won the NL? Who's was shortstop on the Braves. Oh, Raphael for call.
2: Nice. He was so good.
0: He was so good. I remember I traded Joe Maurer for him one year in FNC Baseball in, like, sixth grade. He had ridiculous
2: video game speed, too. just a high-contact guy, slap-ball hitter, could go and, out and
0: And Rick Ankiel the pitcher, came in second.
2: Wow. Really? That's crazy.
0: For what
3: team?
1: For yeah. That's wild.
3: Rick Ankiel's dead, right? Awesome.
1: <laughs> no. 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 <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait, who's the Cardinals guy that actually died? I thoroughly Oscar Tavares, I <laughs> Kyle. Nope, nope, nope. That's not the guy. Oscar Tavares, oh, is... Dero
1: Kyle, John Hancock. That's
3: nice. Dude, I totally thought Rick Ankiel was. dead <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Not John. Boy, that though. might be. That might be the John. <laughs> He's seriously not dead. No, dude. Like all no, Rick
1: is alive, dude. He's alive. He just fucked. Yeah, he wants to make a comeback now at 40 years old. That was recent, too. They said that. that's wacky. People that are dead. Daryl Kyle, Oscar Tavares, um, the Hancock dude. What was his fucking first name, though? You know what I'm talking about? No. Josh Hancock. He was the Paw Sock, too. That's how... I remember them talking about that when he died. Two thousand
0: What is the definition of a
1: -a (laughs) cockalororum?
0: I'm curious to know, too. What is the true definition? I never heard the word before, so I couldn't tell you, but it's on our itinerary
1: because of a little Twitter spat. (laughs) Google it up. I'm not your secretary. I did Google it, and then it was like two different definitions that I was supposed to know, so I wasn't sure which was the true definition. That
2: yeah, was being uh, referred to as O. Oh, Yum. Cock. I don't understand the question. Ah. Uh, Lore. Yum.
1: Yeah.
3: Let's Google it. Jesus, that's like ten words in one.
1: Pretty much. It's a good word. It was the first time I've ever heard it, and I was being called it. So, let's see. Yeah,
3: which, which yeah. definition
1: of these? A boastful and self-important person leapfrog, which is a hyperlink uh, you only to something else, run. and boastful talk. So I was, I was just curious of which one.
2: Your choice.
1: <laughs> Take your pick.
2: Dealer's oh, choice.
1: Pick? <laughs> huh. Okay.
2: No. You so said. And actually, you know what, Connor? Connor liked it too. I should. He liked it after the fact. I need to let him know. He can't be butthurt about that tweet because it doesn't pertain to our S- league.
0: So. Speaking of facts, the Reds, the Cincinnati Reds, have a plus 30 run <laughs> differential, but are 18 and 23, five games under 500. Pittsburgh Pirates have a minus 35. For those of you doing math at home, that's a 65 run differential between the Reds, but they are 20 and 17, three games above 500. Fun fact.
3: That is wild.
0: I mean, it just shows you that run differential, while it may lead to some spectacles, it's not the be all end all. Yeah.
1: Some might say that the cockalorum of the NL Central, <laughs> and that they will leapfrog you, I guess. <laughs> yeah, which you said. Or they could end up being self-important it's... little men, if, <laughs> if the situation calls for it.
0: Uh, did you guys see on Sunday, Yikes. the Padres changed, on Mother's Day, the Padres changed their Twitter <laughs> handle to Madres and immediately lost it? No, I
2: did not. I saw you had it on yep. there.
0: <laughs> but they got it back. I assume they had to pay for it. That was funny as hell. Which
2: is awesome. I wish I was better at that. I want to... Dan coin does that a little bit. Or he'll try to catch up coming things and create handles and, and try to sell uh, even the, just the domains. Just, I'm trying to think of what he's done. He's only got like, a little bit of money from like smaller stuff. That's funny. But still. It's a cool idea. What was that? I don't know, dude.
3: That was probably the uh, my headset wire rubbing. Oh. Okay, it sounded like a zipper.
2: Yeah, I thought someone was about to drop trow. Sorry. Which is short for trouser, if anyone needed the definition Thank or you. language of Thank origin you. there.
1: <laughs> Thank you for
0: specifying <laughs> finally start translating. Thing? <laughs> All right, you want to get on to our confession segment of the week? We have a double confession segment, it looks like.
2: Oh yeah. Nice so, just added that. We don't, we can save that for another time. I, yeah, you know, if we want, we got
0: time tonight. We got some time. He's trying to give us some content. We got some time. Also, this morning that was funny comparing uh, versions of potatoes to Red Sox players.
2: Right. Shout out to that guy for suggesting that. Who we don't know who he is. Correct. I had
0: no idea who he is,
2: but he was like, I don't either.
0: I don't know, I oh, you know, I was uh, at the gym this morning and I saw a commercial for Crinkle Fries and I was like, you know what, Crinkle Fries are damn fucking good and they are criminally <laughs> underrated. And then our boy was like, JBJ is the Crinkle Fries of the Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that made my day. Actually, no. Um, the <laughs> They were saying, is it a different guy that said, Sandy Leon is an uncooked spud? No, <laughs> I'm
0: pretty sure it's the same dude.
2: Yeah, that was got cracked. That literally made me laugh out loud on the way to work. I saw that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It was uh, Aaron Jackson <laughs> at Sox Boy Cardi. Cindy Leone is spud. is an uncooked.
2: It doesn't even matter spud. like who it was. Like even though know, Sandy's probably perfect, but just like comparing someone to an uncooked spud, <laughs> hysterical. That was um, great. That was a good good start to the day. It was. With that I exercise. Agree. I got some love for my Pedroia comp for to hash browns, by the way.
0: I saw that too. Another good one.
2: Shout out to Karabas, by the way. Did you guys see his tweets? Yeah, he's
0: dying on the defend Padroia grave.
2: We won the war. Stop Padroia stance have won Pedroia. the war. <laughs> it's over. Our king has spoken.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. If you if you want a, if you want a broken down Pedroia to come back and take Chavis's spot though I mean that's not, I, I mean he's
0: not gonna he could take it up either.
2: with Carabas our leader. Gonna, listen, I'll just listen, defer to him. Listen,
0: Linda. <laughs> if Pedroia comes back, Chavez isn't like the full time for second baseman, right? He's like, all right, Nunez, you stink. Chavez go to second. You know. Steve Pierce and Moreland, you guys you know, need a little day off. Skis, go play first base. Oh, JBJ, you're stinking out loud. Mookie, go to center. JD, go to right. Chavez, go to first. Moreland, hit the DH. He's that type of guy, you know? He's even shagging fly balls in left field, which I'm not a fan of. Side note, don't want him in the outfield. Me either, no. But if Pedroia comes back ever which I still think he will make another comeback this year. He'll be in the majors again at some point. He won't be your everyday second baseman. He will give you two, three games a week of gold glove defense and 280
2: average. I don't hate it, though. I, I, I don't know. You, There's a spot like guys... on
0: the team for him. Yeah. He, him? I mean, yes. His
2: tool, his tool is, is bad. So it's just like I, I don't really mind him at least working out in left field and stuff. Whatever's going to get him reps and at-bats, like, I don't know. You've seen other teams do it. Hoskins is a bad example of him really not playing well in the outfield, but at least they got him in the lineup when they had Carlos Santana. You know what I mean? Like, you just got to do what you got to do to get the best bats in the lineup sometimes. Yeah, I hear you. That's why I don't hate it. I'm not saying to make him the full-time left fielder, but
0: yeah will we'll, we'll, you know. we'll cross that bridge when we get
2: there. I mean, it's not like he's good at playing second base.
0: No, he's not as bad. He's not like Nunez bad,
2: though. Yeah, I mean, like, Nunez has flashes where he looks very solid, and then other times where it's just like, oh, my what God. What the hell are you doing? Yeah. How are you a major leaguer? Exactly.
0: I think he's a little step above Nunez defensively and way above him offensively. So, yeah.
2: Anyways. He's cooled down a bit.
0: Uh, yeah, absolutely. That was kind of expected.
2: Actually, we predicted it a couple weeks ago. Uh,
0: so, confession time here on May 13th, the night of Monday. What do you guys think are some of the worst movie sequels out there? Talking, you know, you can go classic Alzheimer's, you can go... Um, comedies are an easy go-to. <laughs> prequels for some... I don't know, whatever you got. What do you guys got off the top of your head? Or if you did your homework, what would you come up with?
1: I didn't do my homework, so I'm going to think about it. Yeah, shocker.
3: Is it... As much as I love Star Wars... Yep. Not... Not as big of a fan of the new ones. The new ones...
0: I thought yeah. you were going episode one or two there.
3: That's prequels, cool, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that's fine. It's whatever.
3: Oh uh, well, those are bad.
0: Yeah, those ones. are <laughs> Is not Any good?
1: continuation of the series, those, kind of thing. I love the new ones.
3: I thought I think the new ones are too corny. I, I hate it. I can literally feel the corn coming off of uh, uh, his face. <laughs> Oh God, Kylo Ren! There, what's his what's his real Adam name? Dodd? Da- no, Adam Driver, not Donald. Jesus Christ!
2: Shout out to Adam Driver from Girls, by the way. What a performance! It's an underrated show. Have any of you seen that? Nope. Girls on HBO.
3: I, every time I see Adam Driver, I think of that stupid. I don't know if it's SNL or Mad, but he's like in love with cats. <laughs>
2: Oh, it's um, I think that's SNL. Yeah,
3: he he was yeah. on SNL before Star Wars. Oh yeah. my god! And I'm just like, this is not a, a Sith Lord. I mean, this dude, is a he's guy like a who he's adores a cats. Cat.
0: If I had <laughs> one gripe with these new ones, it's that Adam Driver slash you know Kylo Ren whatever his character when he took off the mask and in Episode Seven it was so underwhelming. You're like, the that's climate. the fucking guy, really? Like yep. this little. Ken looking fucker. You know, pretty. I totally I, if I have a gripe, that's it. But I, you're not gonna hear me. That's not gonna make me not like the movies because I think still think they're awesome.
3: I mean, I love Star Wars. I'm not gonna bash a Star Wars movie, but I was kind of overhyped. I think I was expecting a lot more. That's all.
1: I'm looking for, like, a list of them. I'm not finding anything that, like, stands out. Like, Hangover Part 2, that wasn't that great. Yeah. You know what sucked? You know what I didn't like? The Sandlot 2. That's a good one. It's 2? I I mean, that's a good big, that's a good confession, because it sucked. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to say, that would be surprising if you liked that, because that was... Yeah, this might be a little, this might be a confusing segment, segment,
0: actually, now that I think about it. mm -hmm.
1: You know, I was like, at like 13 years old, and then fucking no. Sandlot,
0: arguably one of the... Uh, probably in most people's best sports movies, or baseball movies, if not, so... Sand- like childhood yeah, movies? Sandlot 2 was just fucking st- stunk out
2: loud.
1: Did not need a, sequ- a sequel.
0: Agree. Didn't even feel
2: like the same franchise. Yeah, it was...
0: No. It was rather pathetic.
1: Oh, uh, by the way, on Fox right now, Coming up, Julia DiGiovanni is going to be on.
0: I saw that. Uh, yeah, she's on for her URI uh, story, right?
1: Yes. And now she's going to. She did an interview today for. Oh, nice. Fox. That's awesome.
0: Be sure to find the link on Facebook because it'll be out there. You could share. Uh. So. I don't know if this counts because I think the first one was fucking terrible in itself. <laughs> but the Human Centipede two and three were fucking terrible.
3: <laughs> <laughs> human Centipede was the two one. was so bad. <laughs> but you had to you watch it, those? right?
0: Every when those movies came out, like if you didn't know what was going on, you felt you had so much FOMO. Like you, you were, you were like, I just, I think I have to watch this. And then you're like, why did I watch this? And then the second one came out, and you're like, oh, it's got half a star on Netflix. It's got to be fucking terrible. And it was. I
2: cannot relate. I did not watch two or three. <laughs> I don't even think I've made it to the whole I don't
0: story, think I've
3: watched honest. the third one, but I definitely watched the second one, too. I, I watched the second one because I was like, how different can this movie be? It's <laughs> the <is no laughs> same <bunch> fucking <of> thing. <laughs> it's the same thing.
0: <laughs> Those were so bad.
3: I do, I do have a. I did have a confession. Man, I just lost it. Oh, no, I didn't. Transformers, they're all bad. <laughs> they're just all bad. The first one wasn't as bad, though, right? But that's what I mean. first one was cool. Yeah, yeah all, you mean everything was... following that? Oh, yeah. Like, Michael Bay just was, like, trying to outdo himself every time. It's like, dude, like, just, just stop.
0: Wasn't the Mark Wahlberg first one, sequel... like, decent, though?
3: I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that was one of the
0: worst. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. I just
3: have, haven't seen a good Transformers movie. Yo, the
1: first sequel when he, when he goes to college and meets that blonde chick who ends up being a Transformer, he's like trying to bang. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. <laughs> that was cool shit. Scary Movie 5 was
2: awful.
0: I don't know if you guys saw that one.
2: Let me look that one up. It was
0: really, really bad. I remember I could have saw that. I went to the movie theaters. I could have saw that or 42, the Jack Robinson one, and I saw a scary movie. One of the, my biggest regrets of my life, probably.
2: Um, give me some concepts that were in it. Uh, Charlie Sheen was in it. Yeah, I know. I've seen that on the poster i'm thinking he's in a few of them though. Isn't i don't he?
0: remember maybe much maybe. about the movie it was really really bad
2: it's amazing that, that those movies were that successful though for them to make as many as they did I like know. can you imagine that nowadays that would not
0: no it wouldn't would
2: take fly. at all it's got a four percent on rotten tomatoes by the way see i know my shit i have never seen a movie that low
0: <laughs> that might be the lowest movie i've seen
2: seriously four percent i'm not even joking that is crazy
0: it's rather, some would say, it's rather impressive. <laughs> Alarming. Did you guys see that Fast and
1: Furious? They're putting out a new one with
0: the, oh, rock. the
3: rock and the Transporter.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Jason Statham
1: alone, just <laughs> just them two as special agents. Come on, it's
3: so bad. Oh, those it's... movies are bad. Actually, I hate all the sequels to those. I oh. will so. tell you what,
1: I saw Fast like Seven, No Furious Seven. Loved it. Yeah? Yeah, Furious 7 was awesome. Saw it in theaters. Nice, dude. I'm happy for you.
0: Nice, bro. Got you. Any other really bad movie sequels out there? What come to mind?
3: Can I just, like, tell you a confession about a movie right now?
0: Sure, dude. Confession time. I,
3: I think I'd rather be put in a dunk tank full of shit than watch
0: say that again
2: I cut out yeah for a dunk tank full of shit yeah, yeah. The, the, I'd, I'd rather
3: get dunked in a dunk tank full of shit than watch these signs the alien movie
1: the first one just signs it's only one I think yeah. yeah never heard of it have
3: you ever seen it dude it's the scariest fucking movie I've ever seen in my life yeah, dude. nothing is Scarier than that to
2: me. That's the uh, the Mel Gibson movie. All yes. Never mm, yes, Never heard of it. I
3: I was absolutely what's terrified. it called? Signs. 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 I can't believe I'm even Science. talking about it because I'm gonna have an. When that fucking alien comes out of the birthday party. Oh, dude! Oh, you have no idea. That was fucked. Oh. Fingers are under the fucking door. Bro, I don't. I'm like getting goosebumps. Right now, I just for some reason I thought of signs because I think it's in scary movie, Albert. That's the first fucking thing. Oh, yeah, dude, came it's out. M Night Shyamalan. It's probably dope. It, it is really terrifying. Crazy. It's like all of my fears and in...
1: it was because of our age too. We were like nine when that came out.
3: I don't know, man. I don't know if I could ever watch. I don't it again. know.
1: All
0: I see is a picture, and it's got like two kids with tin foil hats. I don't know how scary this movie can be.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> My dad brought me to see that when I was nine. I begged him, and I wish I didn't do that because it fucking scarred me too, Josh. Doesn't I mean, it?
3: Doesn't it blow your mind? Like,
1: you know? <laughs> <laughs> The he was like, and I, actually, I've seen it since, and it's not as scary as you remember, but it's still like, like scarring. So you remember that why? I'm so scarred. Did you guys <laughs> see the trailer for
3: it too? No, that looks dope. I, yeah. I love it. I laugh at it.
2: Bill hater. I'm so excited for Bill Hader.
3: Yeah,
0: it actually looks looks great. I, I actually
2: a... I was expecting to be disappointed by the trailer, and I was not at all.
0: When did it come out? Uh, I don't remember. Probably this fall. Probably around Halloween.
1: Okay. I, to... I thought I saw like a fake one. If I had to take a guess,
3: I'm pissed that Stranger Things comes out on July 4th, not Halloween.
0: Yeah, I they had a be- weird release schedule, like the first time it came out in July, and then it came out in, like, Halloween time, it was Halloween. and yeah. now it's going to come out in July again. Only, like, less than two months, though.
3: I'm pumped, I mean, I'm not, like, totally complaining. That better be good.
0: Yeah, but, I'm a little like, nervous. Yeah, I'm scared that's going to flop. I think we've talked about it's this in the past, but...
1: You think this is the last season
2: for it? If it's bad, yeah. <laughs> Probably should be, right? I don't know. It's tough to... Yeah, I think we talked about
0: it. It's kind of one of the shows where you don't want it to go out and drag and be bad. Yeah. it's. I think, actually, I don't remember who said it, but... We're saying, like, just take, like, four or five... Not maybe four or five, but, like, a couple years mm-hmm. off and let the kids grow up a little bit and put them in high school or college... And do, like, something like I that. I think I was talking about Yeah, that. I do think that. I think, I think it was me and me. That sounds you. like a Josh
1: Brain idea. <laughs> what well, do you think about the other people in the in the movie, like the, I mean, the show, like, uh, that sister, and you got, like, Steve, they're both, like, they're both, like, hanging on. Like, dude, like, go to college. Like, go <laughs> fucking live your life at 22. Dude, Steve will, the show. Steve will never leave. I love him. He's my favorite character, probably, but.
2: It's just because we that, share the name. Favorite yeah. favorite scene in game of uh, Stranger Things ever, like literally l- my favorite thing to rewatch. I've done it several times because someone brought attention to it on Twitter, and it's hysterical. The basketball scene where Steve is playing that I forget that that bully's name. Have you guys like noticed Will like how ridiculous it him is? In the nose? not even that dude if you watch the sequence it's just like amazing like the moves that he does and he just like at one point he does like a spin and like a finger roll where he just like literally finger rolls the ball and it goes out of the screen and then just drops in
0: (laughs) hysterical
2: it's like comically like bad but amazing so bad that it's good i'm gonna have to look this up it's like a thing if you like look it up on twitter like stranger things basketball i'm sure it'll come up pretty quickly i think uh a couple guys from The Ringer like blew up about it after it came out. That's funny. I... One thing that's tough, though, this is just a general thing with like shows like that. I feel like with Stranger Things, it almost—I think I'm trying to think of who has talked about it before. Um, I think I've heard about it, on, like just a podcast in general, in terms of like topic of conversation. But it's tough to like talk about a show like Stranger Things until well after it's over, because it's like obviously with Netflix they release it all at once, and I. I think it suffers as a result a little bit. You know what I mean? It's like Game of Thrones rolls out for the most part. If people want to watch it, they watch it within like a day of it coming out or else they're probably not caring that much. Stranger Things, it's like, okay, hardcore people stream it and just marathon it.
0: Just immediate reaction Within
2: three days. Yeah, Yeah, but then they're like, you can't really talk about it until more people are done. You know what I mean? It's just like weird. I think it's... It's, I don't know. It's
0: also weird. This brings up a good point how... People won't like are still tr- going out of their way to not spoil Endgame after weeks of it being out, but people talk about, especially in this case, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones as it's too. going on and like minutes after. It's just kind of funny how the variance between spoilers of TV shows and movies go. I think in social media, anyway.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I just like the. I think there's a, a subtle brilliance to like leading up to something and like actually building week after week and like a, a layer of suspense of like oh I can't wait for Sunday night at nine o'clock Game of Thrones comes on or Good. whatever
3: and it's the comfort of your own home if you're committed to it you know you have HBO you know you're ready to go it's not like you're driving to you have to dedicate actual time like even with HBO go you can watch it whenever you want at home true you know so you're not but even like, just to- with
2: shows like people just rush like i know i was that way with house of cards you'd come out and i'd be like i just wanted to consume it as quick as possible and then like nine episodes into the season i would get um i would get cold feet because i'd be like oh i don't want to have to wait a whole year for more house of cards episodes but at the same time it's like i wanted to know what happened just in case Yeah. I, you know what i mean someone like mentioned it or like something like that where it's just like you just want to know how it ends i don't know i i kind of like when they don't let you do that That's i my- think the That's my big
3: cake. Show, I think the only show I did that for was Walking Dead, where I really paced myself and I stopped watching. Like literally Game of Thrones is gonna be the thing I finish. So I can't. Fun really fact,
0: talk. I'm on season three, episode five.
3: Well that escalated quickly. Damn, I did. I'm
0: trying. It's I'm good for you. It's still pretty boring to me so far.
3: Oh <laughs> get the fuck out. You wouldn't be watching it.
0: I'm watching it because I have FOMO and I have HBO right now. Right, it, it's got it's had some good parts, but I'm still waiting for the hype. Wait, trans. season
3: season three, episode what?
0: Five now.
3: I'm trying to think, like what's around there?
0: Um, she just got her. So funny scene was when um the one that sticks out was when Khaleesi uh got her army, so like
3: Oh yeah. And the the uh, dragon when...
0: just fucking burned the yep. dude alive, that was funny as hell.
3: Okay. <laughs> wow, that's so far away. I know! it's so far away. <laughs>
0: But like I said, it's been pretty oh. slow so far, so it's not, not nothing too overwhelming or exciting.
3: Yeah, you're getting there. Like, the end of that season's really good.
0: We will see.
3: Yeah. It goes fast, dude.
0: Well, Thanks. I would hope so, because it's going slow.
3: <sighs> okay. Oh, I need to watch this basketball scene, I okay
0: do we have any uh any closing takes here gentlemen on this on this
1: fine night yes I'm buying rage two tomorrow great good luck thank you yeah I let you guys know how it is I'm interested it's got me sucked in I've been watching gameplay of it and it looks pretty cool rage two and I didn't play rage one so I don't know i just i'm interested by the pretty colors.
0: That's definitely how you should go about buying your games.
1: Yeah, just get sucked in. Now, oh, hold colors. on, yeah, I'm going to watch that right it's now. It's
0: got, like, decent ratings. 8 out of 10 on IGN, 7 out of 10 on Steam.
1: Yo, yeah, not bad.
0: Well,
2: I mean, what's a good game nowadays, though? Like, if, if you had to, like, I feel like movies, anything above, like, 65% of Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Or above, like, 6 on IMDb, maybe. I feel like Rotten Tomatoes is a little more lenient.
0: I don't know, I usually go to Metacritic for
2: video games as well. Okay, I was gonna say, I, I used to go to IGN a lot, but I haven't really done research lately, to be honest with you.
0: Metacritic,
2: Rage 2,
0: like 73, that's not bad, that's pretty respectable. I'd say it's a pretty similar line.
2: Yeah, but what does Game Informer have to say? Who the fuck cares?
0: <laughs> what are we in, 2006?
2: I'm, you know what? I. I must be getting emails about inform where I just realized. I haven't noticed one. I uh, think they went so to digital, didn't they? Like yeah, core? they did. Yeah, I think so. Actually, I think I feel like they might have offered. Side note: This is a little inside information for you guys in terms of fantasy baseball stuff. But I feel like you'd get a kick out of it, so it's it's worth me spilling. Um, do you guys know like how to turn on Google Alerts? No. So, Ash, do you know what that is? Nope. It's nope. when you get alerted when someone's, like, like an article or something pops up for a certain uh, field or search on Google. Um, I turned one on for Craig Kimbrell, and it is so annoying. <laughs> so every time there's anything with Craig Kimbrell, I get emails. And it's, I have 70 new ones. Oh, <laughs> like, man. Like, and I probably checked, like, within a week. <laughs> it's just, Scary. it's just annoying because any article that like mentions him is like, ooh, it's like this random Chicago Cubs beat writer saying maybe Craig Kimbrel would be a good option. It's like I thought it would be like, ooh, I'll be like ready and here when all the rumors heat up. <laughs> but that is not the case. Instead, I'm getting spammed. <laughs> so, there you go. That's some inside information.
0: Good to know. Good to know. You know who would like to know that. Probably your brother sister, niece, nephews, cousin, uncle, aunt, grandma, grandpa, all of them. All those people that you tell to listen to the podcast every week would probably want to know what's going on with Craig Kimbrell as well.
3: I don't have a grandpa.
0: Sorry to hear that.
3: Well, can't tell my grandpa, can I? You certainly cannot. He would have laughed at that joke. Come on.
2: <laughs> I don't. I don't know.
3: I don't a little know heavy, the guy. A
2: Little heavy. I don't yeah,
0: know. I don't, I
3: don't. I don't really.
0: I don't know. know. I don't. Kind yeah. of went dark there pretty quick, but that's all right. We're yeah. moving on. We're moving yeah. on. We are on uh, Sports <laughs> Country podcast. Internet Radio every Tuesday. We should
2: take a turn one podcast and get it really dark.
0: Like simulation dark.
2: That is pretty dark when you think about it. it like I feel like we, we joke have, about it, but that is dark. It can be a simulation dedicated podcast. Our, existentialism is pretty dark.
1: Just go, that was, just watch the Julia thing? Wow, that was.
2: Oh, yeah? It was what? It was,
1: it was something else. Something else. I almost cured it. So this is my, my reaction to it. I'm
3: texting it right now. Sounds like somebody just
2: <laughs> yeah, shit
3: themselves.
0: Alrighty, boys. <laughs> uh, Be sure to tune in next week. That does like that. Next week we will do i uh, we're going to do our uh, MLB picks over again or you know we're going we're going to do that game so we'll explain that game a little more next week we'll go dive into that um maybe some other uh you know some other uh some other, some other fun topics may uh come up we'll see how sea Blake's rage too i know everybody's can't wait to hear what he thinks about Rage 2. Yeah, dying for that review? Dying for it. We're dying for it. Can't wait to drop that fucker on you. Uh, so that will do it
1: for the small- Shout-out, James
0: We and will you. see you guys next week on May 20th. Shout-out. It's graduation week. If you're out there graduating, Congratulations.
1: Yeah, shut up! My sister graduating Salve
3: Regina on Sunday. My sister-in-law.
0: Wow, bunch of graduates! Oh yeah, kind of. Huh? Bunch of graduates. A of Not grads. Program.
3: Bunch of people graduating. So
0: nice job, all well, listeners. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck in your uh, next step in life. Enjoy the world. Yeah. You're an adult now. It sucks. It's welcome to hell. <laughs> welcome <laughs> to hell. <laughs> Yeah, you'll realize that no one knows what they're doing. Yeah, pretty much. You get out there, and it's everybody's the harsh just of graduation doing whatever the fuck they think is right.
2: I envy the senior week um, mood too. I feel like people just like just get obliterated and don't realize the uh, the sad reality that's waiting for them on the other side.
0: <laughs> A week later,
2: <laughs> if you want to get dark like we just <laughs> yeah. did, how oh, about dark, now Josh? Talking. Let's get real, <laughs> real heavy. Yeah. Actually, my my big take to end it here. Um my I genuine prediction, Josh Gentile leads the Bum Basketball League in points this week. <laughs> that is a real big take. Leads our team. Or Just in general, the say the whole league. Ooh, Josh, well, maybe the Josh team, I'll pop do the team. Off. Yeah. That's my big take. All
0: right, don't get inside his head. He might he might go uh
2: He's going to hear and now he's going to go off. He's going to Okay. I want at least 25 shots up. Uh, no, not that's not a, sure that's how the a,
0: captain will feel about that, but I guess we'll see.
2: <laughs> that's my big take. Okay,
0: we'll be sure. Can't can't wait for him to let us know in the group Snapchat thing
2: that he's going to pop up sure. for us
0: or the group text. I don't know. We'll see.
2: All right. R.I.P. the Madden League in Snapchat news. <laughs> True. <laughs> I still have unopened Snapchats from that damn league. I just I don't think I've opened it in like. A couple ones, maybe? All right. I feel like I accidentally did once. I was like, I don't know what people are talking Rip, about.
0: Rip Madden. Rip. Episode 37. It just died. Yeah. See ya. See ya. <laughs> Good job, Steve.